Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccemmet.org. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Turn your Bibles to Philippians chapter 4, one of my favorite chapters in God's Word. Amazing stuff here. I don't know about you, but I am prone sometimes to worry about things. And, and sometimes in my worry, I just don't want to give it to the Lord. Maybe I'm afraid that He won't come through. And I hold on to it. And then there's times when it's like, I am so stressed out and so worried about something, and I just give it to the Lord. And then just to see it all work out. You know, it's like, I'm just going to put it in the Lord's hands and just watch it work out. And it's amazing how that happens. So many times that happens. But He says, you know, with thanksgiving, so we, we thank the Lord. It's in his lap. It's in his control now. Thank him that he will control the outcome of your request. And then there's a promise. And this is beautiful. Verse 7. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. He says that if you will do this, if you will lay it at the Lord's hands, not being anxious, but instead in your anxiety you pray and give it to the Lord, But in the place of your anxiety, He will give you a peace that does not make any sense. And I have been the recipient of that peace many, many times. In fact, I probably the very first time that I ever palpably felt that peace was a very stressful time at the very beginning of our ministry. Somebody was very angry with us. Still to this day, do not completely understand what it was all about. I don't even know why. What happened? I mean, the things that they were angry about weren't even what they thought. And so it ended up being, you know, as we explained it, I thought, okay, well, this would be reasonable, right? I mean, I'll just explain what happened that they misunderstood. But it was too late. I don't, know, I don't understand it. And, and, you know, and then all of a sudden, accusations started coming in. Gossip started happening. And lies were being spread. And Shannon and I were just like, what in the world? And we received this really nasty letter that was just crazy. And I remember just feeling so much dread and so much anxiety and sadness. Because I love these people. And I remember it was, I was driving. It was right there in front of Banducci's as I was driving down the street. I remember... Just thinking and, and, you know, voicing to Shannon, it was really pathetic. I was like, all we can do is hurt. All we can do is hurt. We can't, we can't retaliate. We can't, we can't try to defend ourselves. We'll just look guilty. All we can do is hurt. And she was just like, yeah. (laughs) Woe is me, you know, like Eeyore. And we drove back. We had just moved into the Joy building, you know, where the nursery is now. That was our house at the beginning. We just moved in there and we sat in the living room and I said, well, I guess we're just going to have to pray. And she's like, okay. And so I, I let her go first and her prayer blessed me because I was more, I don't know, holier than thou, maybe, I don't know, but she is just raw and real when it comes to praying. And she just opened up with Lord, forgive me for wanting bad things to happen to them for what they've done to us. And I thought, how beautiful is that? You know, because she's just honest. And then it hit me 
Like this hit me. And I was like, Lord, you know what? I love my wife. I thank you for her honesty. I felt the same way, but I never would have voiced that. <laughs> and Lord, you promise us peace that passes understanding in your word. And so we just give this situation to you and we just ask for your peace. And I kid you not, for both of us, the peace of God fell upon us and we were completely relieved from the anxiety, the worry, the stress, all the things that were on us. And literally that peace in that situation has continued in my heart from then until this day. And even though I tried everything I could to build bridges... In that situation, I never was able to successfully rebuild that friendship. I mean, it was definitely, we were definitely conversant and, and agreeable, but it never was healed. But you know what? It didn't matter because the Lord had given me a peace that passed understanding, which also helped me in trying to rebuild that bridge. Because if I didn't have that peace, I probably never would have sought to do that. But the Lord is he's good, and He gives us peace that passes understanding. It doesn't make any sense. It's supernatural. And that's a beautiful thing. And then he says, as you receive that peace, verse 8, this is beautiful as well. He says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. What do we tend to meditate on? You remember that phrase, bitterness remembers details. Why does it remember details? Because you've been meditating on it. When you meditate on something, it becomes part of you. But when you start to meditate on good things, true things, noble things, just things, pure things, things that are lovely, things that are good report, things that are virtuous, things that are praiseworthy, then you realize this is a recipe for mental health. But wait, Pastor Mike. Again, most of the things I worry about never happen. So <laughs> but we don't want to worry about things. We don't want to meditate on the bad things. We want to meditate on good things, meditate on those things. I found it fascinating. Harvard's been doing studies over the last probably 10 years, and their experts in positive psychology have discovered that if you meditate on good things, your intelligence rises, your creativity rises, your energy levels rise. In fact, their research showed that your brain at positive is 31% more productive than at negative, neutral or anxious. And that you're 37% better at sales, if you're positive, and doctors were 19% more likely to give an accurate diagnosis to their patients if they were at a, a positive state rather than neutral, negative, or stressed. They also noticed that as you make a, then they give you a kind of a prescription of meditating on things you're grateful for and make you write them down and all, they go through this whole process and everything they actually find that that makes people start to feel very happy and improves the quality of their life. And they found that when you're positive, you know, the, the effect of that is being positive, dopamine floods your brain and turns on the learning centers of your brain and increases productivity. Meditating on negative things, letting anxiety go unchecked, has the opposite effect. It's the main cause of depression, discontentment, and lack of productivity. And that's certainly true when we think somebody doesn't like us or we think that, you know, things are never going to improve and we start to meditate on those things and on our woes, that drags us down and, and has the opposite effect, destroys our lives. Now, you can pay folks in the field of positive psychology big bucks to show you how to do that. When I saw this report, 
I thought as I read it, I was like, it reads exactly like Philippians 4, 8. Exactly. I mean, it's exactly what Philippians 4, 8 says, or even maybe 6 through 8. It's amazing that 2,000 years before it was even discovered, Paul wrote it. Here in Philippians chapter 4. And it's been available to us this whole time. And many of us, before they even came out with positive psychology, have experienced this. But what they don't have, and this is what those Harvard researchers don't have, is the peace of God that passes all understanding. And so we even have a greater advantage. Because after you receive the peace of God, it's very easy to bring yourself to meditate on those good things. Just just beautiful. God loves us, you know. He loves us. Verse 9, it says, The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. And so Paul, he says, you need also to look to people who are succeeding at it. You know, look at me. Look at my life. And they saw that in Paul. They saw Paul as as he followed the Holy Spirit which brought him to them. They saw Paul as he was imprisoned and beaten unjustly and he was singing hymns and as he shared the gospel with his enemy and forgave. They saw Paul love and serve and keep his eyes on Jesus. And I think it's important for us that we we have mentors in our lives. We have people in our lives that we can look to, that we can ask questions of, and that we can have them help us through these difficult times. Guys and gals who have done it, who've lived that life. You know, we have, uh, of course, we have lots of books. Brother Andrew and Corey Temboom and Jay Hudson Taylor and just to name a few. There, there's all these people who went before us, but then there's also people who live today Maybe people in your own life, that person is just a little bit farther along in their walk with the Lord than you are. And you can go to that person and say, hey, how do you deal with this? Or how do you go, you know, handle this situation? And they can take you to the scriptures and they can show you these things and kind of walk you through the practical process of these things and help you in your Christian life. Because God, he, he puts us here together. I believe that one of the reasons why we have a church and one of the reasons why God would, would say, this is, this is what I've established is the local church, is because we need, one of the things we need in our Christian walk is to be wronged, to be offended, to be disappointed, to be let down, to be lied to, so that we can forgive, so that we can have grace, so that we can be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccmit.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.